and welcome to the Hack Your Mindset podcast with me, Jenny Winterleach, the Mindset Hacker. So wherever you are today and whatever it is you're doing while you're listening to this, settle in and enjoy the ride. Hi, hi, everyone. Welcome. It is day three. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, We have been having an awesome time so far this week. So we have heard from the incredible Nadia, who talked to us all about how to accept where you are now because you can't be anywhere else. So how do you go about that? How do you accept where you are now, why you need to be doing that and how useful it is? And people found that incredibly useful. Nadia is an awesome, awesome person to hear about that. Then yesterday we had the fantastic Sue. She was so inspirational and so honest. I mean, in fact, both of them were. And they were talking about, uh, Sue was talking about how you overcome fear, how you acknowledge fear to begin with, um how to recognize it's there what to do about it the ups and downs and all that side of it as well so we've covered so far we've already covered owning your now owning your fear and tonight we're going to be covering owning your challenges and i have got the best guest for this um i'm going to bring him on in a moment he's just he's just sitting in the background backstage at the moment waiting um but i just wanted to cover a couple of bits and pieces with you before i did so Um, One thing I've forgotten to actually talk to you about is the competition. Um, We have a competition running this week. You can win a Flying Changes t-shirt, lovely, lovely t-shirt. You can win a year's um, uh, entry into Eden, year's membership into Eden. And you can win a 90-day journal as well, which is one of those behind me there. Um, so if you want to be in it to win it, what you have to do is you have to go on to each of these lives and you have to comment on them with the right word. So I forgot to tell you Monday, Tuesday, what the words were. So you need to go on to Monday's post or day one's post, which is Nadia, and you need to comment with the word present, but not just put present. I want you to come up with a sentence or something that has the word present in it. And I mean to be present, not as in a gift. Um, and I want you to put that in the comments. So go ahead and do that one. So the first video is Nadia, only your now, you need to put the word present in a comment. Second video is Sue, that is only your fear. And the word that I want you to put in is honest. So again, put it into a sentence somehow, uh, get it in there. Don't just go in and write honest. Think about what it is that you've been honest with or you are honest about or you need to be honest about. Put that in as well. Tonight, underneath this video, I want you to type in the word overcome. And again, not just the word, a sentence that includes the word overcome in it somewhere. Okay, so this is how you're going to enter the competition. You're going to put in each of these words into each of the days. And then you're also each day you'll have seen we asked you to describe what horses mean to you or we've asked you to um to write the best piece of advice you've ever given. Make sure you go on to each of those. There has been one every day and make sure that you've commented on that with your thoughts as well. So we will go through at the end of the week, we will look at it at the at the weekend and we will go through and make sure that you have commented on the lives and you have commented on each of those posts every day. And then we'll put you into the draw to win a year's membership into Eden, which is worth £138. A, a t-shirt, flying and t-shirt, and they are gorgeous and lovely. I promise you, I'm not wearing one at the moment. I'm wearing, I'm currently wearing a, um, a lovely Honest Riders one. Um, and also a free 90-day journal. Um, so I think that's all I've got to do. Oh, yes, the other one, 
if you want to book in an action plan call with me, I will tell you more about it at the end of this live. So stay tuned and I will tell you more about what the action plan calls are um, and what you can get with those. So I think that's everything that I need to tell you from a, um, you know, an admin perspective, as it were. Um, so it brings me a lot of pleasure. Uh, <laughs> stop laughing, Jake, uh, to introduce to you. Uh, this man. Now, he doesn't really need an introduction, does he? I think most of you have probably seen his antics on social media, likes a little bit dressing up, likes a little bit of messing around, puts a funny post, is the kind of guy that if he gets held up on the cross-country course, sits and eats cake with the fence judges. So, you know, little Bentley eventing and Jake Tarrant needs no introduction. So I'm going to introduce you now. So hi, Jake. Welcome. I'm sadly without cake. Oh, you remember what? me, I need cake now, I know. Yeah, you definitely need cake. Mind you, it's a summer's evening at the moment, isn't it? So it's not really a cakey kind of evening, is it? I feel Much I don't more, know. Maybe anymore. olives, a little bit of meze, something. No. Or a little bit of warm chocolate fudge cake with ice cream. <sighs> okay, you still know me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, fair enough. Yeah, okay, fine. With a gin and tonic on the side. I do not believe in drinking at all no i know you don't <laughs> certainly i've never been any times when that's been involved in any of your shenanigans no absolutely not so jake um i've asked you on tonight to talk about a topic that i know you find close to your heart as well and is something that all of us experience um even if we really don't want to and that is the idea of challenges now you've certainly had your fair share of challenges um over the last few years but particularly in the last one um someone's also just written i'm with you on the olives there jenny so thank you that's you know someone's with me on that one rather than no, the chocolate cake as much as i like olives they don't be chocolate fudge chocolate cake, cake. could or you do chocolate coated olives maybe do you think that's something someone might do one day uh i could go as far as chocolate coated strawberries but oh yeah um, no i'm with champagne and oysters and we probably shouldn't talk about it right now Right. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's move swiftly on then to the topic that we are here to discuss, which is indeed challenges. So, tell us a little bit, Jake, about about yourself and about you know how you've come to be sat here right now talking about a topic like challenges. Well, to start with, let's talk about the difference between what's perceived and what's not. So, as you've said, I will dress up. I like to fool around. I like to enjoy life, but part of that is the counterbalance to what goes on behind closed doors. It's the expression of, isn't it, a duck may look serene on the surface, but under the water it's paddling away like stink. Yeah. So over the last few years, there's been a series of challenges that have not always necessarily been visible to everybody that perceives what goes on, on the in the electronic world. Um, and that has ranged from mental health issues through physical health issues through loss and even financial and living problems. Um, and they're all things that can, even the slightest thing that may not seem a challenge to, you know, if you live in a caravan, which I have done for three years and you seem okay with it. Yeah, it is okay. It's fine. But when four nights out of five in the winter, you don't have electric or running water, that raises its own significant problems. And it's how we kind of deal with that, that 
that we're here for. Not, I mean, that's a really easy, easy thing, isn't it? You know, yeah. Find a different way to get electricity. Yeah, you know, that's relatively simple. But other problems are deep seated in your in your head, and some of them might not might not even seem like a challenge. You might not even realise that it's a problem that's got to be overcome. Yeah. I think that's really key, isn't it? The word perception as well is so key with yeah. this. And 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 oh, I'm sure we'll get onto it later as well, is this idea about, you know, what people um, judge and talk about in the equine world and things that actually everything is perception. It doesn't matter if someone else thinks, well, that's not a challenge. If it is for the person who's facing it at that point in time, it's a challenge. Yeah. I mean, the, the prime example for this is over the last 14, 16 months of, covid and lockdown there's been this whole we're all in the same boat we're not we're so far in different boats we're all trying to cross the same body of water but some of us are in luxury cruise liners and others are in a sinking dinghy it's <laughs> it all depends on where you sit as to how much of a challenge it is yeah but again the flip side of that is you might be in the most luxurious super yacht but you still could be so isolated on your own and nobody realizes because from the outside you look like you're in a place of perfect safety yeah so perception is is everything really absolutely and i think you know i think that's really key as well isn't it that often we see like you said you see the social media you see you see the the story that we choose to paint you see us messing around or doing something silly and you think oh they can't have any problems look at them having a laugh um, but you don't see that behind the scenes because we choose not to put that stuff out there all the time. Some people do, some people don't, and that's fine. You can choose to put whatever you want on social media. It's entirely up to you. There's nothing that says you have to do it any particular way. But when people think that that is absolute reality, that's when the issues can start to come in, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, that the phrase absolute reality, it's everything changes. And it's... I know we we talk about social media, but it's also what you're prepared to admit to those that you see, those that care about you, those that you rely on. I'm yeah. incredibly lucky that I have got a fantastic support network, but even my support network has changed and altered over the last few years based on the challenges that I've had to deal with. Mm. Um, so it's not just our electronic footprint that can mislead i'm not gonna use the word lie because we don't lie but we do i mean there are some people that do but we do have a tendency to sugarcoat things sorry i've been kicked by my dog oh um, she's joining it's all about perception <laughs> yeah yes apparently it's affectionate it's not kicking it's affectionate so how often do we go out into the world bump into somebody that we know well, somebody that we rely on, somebody that we trust, and they say, how are you doing? And we're like, cool. Well, probably half the time, that's a lie, isn't it? Mm. But we're never prepared to admit that, which, again, is a huge mountain to climb, isn't it? Sometimes just saying, I need help. You know, somebody is the problem because we have to be seen to be okay we have to be seen to be coping because you know there's other people that are far worse off than we are aren't there why should we be able to 
be upset and disappointed and despondent with what's going on in our lives when there's people out there that have got it far worse. Mm. Well, again, it's that level of perception. Yeah, it, it they 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 may be worse off, but they're not you. And if mm. you are suffering, if you are struggling in your world, then you're allowed to not be okay. You're allowed to need help, and you're allowed to have to overcome something. Yeah. And, and just because someone else doesn't think that overcoming that thing is any kind of an issue doesn't mean it is for you. You know, I mean, Sue was a perfect example yesterday. She was saying that she just couldn't canter over a pole because she'd had a bad accident and it had thrown her completely off. She couldn't yeah. canter over a pole on the floor. And, you know, there are some people who go, oh, don't be ridiculous. That's the easiest thing in the world because they're quite happily jumping meter 20s. You know, the sort of cantering a pole is like ridiculous. But to her, that was her, you know, yeah. meter 20. And, and so it doesn't matter, but we get a lot of this in the horse world, don't we? We get a lot of this kind of comparison, maybe judgment, yeah. or do we? That's the question. Do we, though, or do we just think we do? Ah, uh, so both answers to that are correct. We put it on ourselves and we create these ideals that we have to live up to because otherwise so-and-so is going to judge us for it, when actually that's rubbish. Actually... Mrs. Smith down the street that we might bump into every now and then is the person that's going to judge us, but they don't matter. It's yeah. it's down to us. We I've said it before, and I know it sounds twee, but we we'll write our own stories. We sh we shouldn't be writing somebody else's. It's down to us to decide what we want the finale to be. Mm. It doesn't matter whether it's a ten page book or five thousand page, as long as we've got somewhere that we're aiming for. Yeah. And likewise with Sue. Two years ago, uh, well, okay, 20 years ago, I was intermediate eventing with when it was BHTA before it was even BE. Then I've been grassroots and working, you know, and I've only been up to sort of novice level since then. Last year, I lost my, well, beginning of this year, I lost Troy, who was mm. my, he was only a grassroots horse. He probably would have only ever gone 105, maybe two star, but it didn't matter. Jumping, round anything like that on him felt like badminton it was great fun it was he was a cocky little show oh, sorry he was a right. <laughs> little showman um and so quite well then, matched to you then really well yeah except he's a lot smaller than i am okay yeah not that i'm saying anything about size but since then i lost my ability to jump I've gone back to youngsters and I've got, I think, my fourth jumping lesson on my youngster on Friday. And hopefully we will do more than three jumps over 30 centimetres in a row. Yeah. And, you know, and I've got no problem with hurtling down an almost vertical hill at a cross-country canter to a trichina followed by a ditch, followed by anything that shouldn't be there. It's... <laughs> the human mind is is a weird thing we convince ourselves yeah. of things and then we have to overcome that to move to what other people perceive as being simple yep so i don't know what my dog is doing right now but it, it's, it's gone fine. now it's fine okay as long as she's happy <laughs> yeah she's happy it's fine <laughs> so even, i think one of the go on. sorry even my dog yeah so many of you that, have, if any of you know me, have met me out in the, on the circuit, 
I've always had a black Labrador with me, which until November last year was Sammy. She went absolutely everywhere with me. And last year, I lost her to a degenerative neurological disorder that the vets struggled to deal with. And in the end, we had to make the decision. And when you've got that linchpin to your existence that goes everywhere with you, mm. um, I mean, she came to me shortly after getting a divorce, which again led on to its own challenges to overcome. You pin certain, which I, it's unfair to pin it on an animal, but you, you have a certain crutch creating um so marvel is my new one and to be fair she's a pain in the ass really she'll be lovely she's just young but she's still nuisance. yeah yeah and i think you know it's interesting is it that what is what is a crutch and what is support is yeah. a theme that's been coming up recently like how do you know the difference between the two how do you know when you're really leaning on something and actually when they're just part of your support network yeah yeah, no, it's that's it's a really difficult question, um, because a crutch is literally what it sounds like. Without it, if you fall apart and fall over, then it, it is a crutch, and it is a short-term fix at best. Yeah, and that needs to be recognised. Somebody that is prepared to stand there and take your hand if you stumble is a support. But somebody that constantly holds you up can become a crutch, and it's or is expecting you to hold them up because sometimes we don't yeah. realise this. Do we? we have we yeah, don't realise you've become that. Yeah, yeah, codependent. Yeah. So, how have you kind of trodden that fine line then with everything you've been through and all the different stuff between knowing who's in your support team and knowing who actually it maybe isn't healthy or you know you've needed to change it or you had to do something about it or have you even found that uh well so interestingly a few years ago um started i saw somebody that needed some help so i reached out and offered them some support and from that led to some very exciting opportunities with competition and and all sorts of different different things. Um, and during that process, I gave them more support, different things that would help them, benefit them, um, you know, even employment and various things like that. And they, in turn, supported me. What I didn't realise so much was that it was uh, a slightly... Um, I'm trying to be tactful here. Mm. It became almost a parasitic yeah. relationship where they were supporting me, but they were also bleeding me, living mm. off me. Um, and it became, got to the point that that had to be, when that became realised, um, it had to be ripped apart. And, and that led to a whole alteration in how I perceived people that are there to support, people that yeah. are there that want you to see well and people that are just there because they need something. So how do you go about recognising that then? Because obviously that's something that you've learned along the way and there's probably not one answer to this. I don't think it's as black and white as that. But if you were to avoid that now, how would you how would you avoid that? How would you spot maybe some of that stuff? Well, the problem is it's, it's a very difficult thing to spot because 
you are it doesn't matter what you do how much you do the illusion is always given that you are doing nothing and they're doing everything but if you can actually take a step back and look at the balance of scales and i don't i, I strongly disbelieve in the fact that you should only do something for somebody if you're going to get something back. That is wrong. Do whatever you can for everybody else and expect nothing. But if somebody only does something for you so that they can either control you or get something back from you, then it's wrong. That's not a support. That is, it's not even a crutch. It's, it's so far past that. It's, it's headed it's towards abusive, actually, but yeah. we don't want to use that word nowadays, you know. <laughs> but yeah. And so, you know, these kind of people do exist, don't they, on yards, in clubs, in, you know, even instructors and things sometimes can get a bit like that, unhealthy relationships, owners, you know, people with owners of horses and things like that as well. Yeah. Um, it does exist. So, so what sort of things can you do about it? If you do, if someone's listening to this now going, hmm, yeah, I kind of recognise a little bit of this, perhaps. Like, it's a difficult situation to be in, really, isn't it? It is. But once it's it's a possible situation because we can run ourselves to the point where we almost feel that we need that recognition, that we're useful to that person, so that gives us a purpose. Um, but I think, without meaning to, to, to go back to what we're talking about, there's in challenges. One of the first challenges that you actually have to identify or realize is a challenge is recognizing your own self-worth mm. what you are as a person whether that is a, a rider a groom a trainer a friend whatever it is if you know your own worth and don't hold it against people don't use it as something to charge people for but if you can recognize that you, you know that you have a worth to yourself then hopefully you can avoid those situations yeah don't be scared to say no yeah that's it it's about boundaries isn't it it's about knowing your boundaries and about that yeah. balance between um you know aggressive and kind of you know like i'm more important than anyone else and the other side of it which is the um passive which is the everyone's more important than me side of it it's finding that middle ground isn't it where it's like actually we're both important but i need my needs met yeah. and you need yours and that's fine but actually i have a boundary and it's not to be crossed yeah i mean i'm lucky in that i know i'm the most important person so it's easy now yeah, really that's true yeah. no one comes near the boundary do they I can't i can't get there's like a fence around it isn't there you know there is there is you know and only if i decide to fly over it in my super suit to pick them up exactly uh, exactly yeah yeah well, that's all right because I've got a broomstick, so I can I can hop over the fence every now and again as well. Because apparently I do what you do, according to some of the yeah, stuff yesterday. You do know though that winds and there's no fly zone, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, will you be exhibiting at Windsor this year? Yes, we will be. Super. Um, so you're always I'm there with your business, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, I'll be there working, but um, irritatingly, I mean, this is a completely separate challenge. Here is. One of my liveries has been with me for many, many years um, and is getting married on the first day of Windsor. And her mum is very, very, she's like the mum of the yard. So I'm, I'm relied upon to do 
you know, to, to deal with all the heavy lifting and stuff. And Alison is relied on to make sure that Jake has remembered this and Jake has remembered that. And, Very important job, that. Yes, it is. But she's getting, so her daughter's getting married on the Thursday. So I've got to somehow run the show at Windsor and be at the wedding as well, which I'll make happen somehow. Well, just put the cape on, split yourself in yeah. two. You know, it's absolutely Isn't that another challenge, always having them. Yeah. So if we go back to the concept of challenges themselves, so there's there's sort of there's definitely challenges around people, challenges around relationship. Then if we think yeah. about, you know, like riding challenges and, and the concept of those, how do you know when it's a challenge that actually you want to be facing and doing something with? Or actually, there is sometimes the decision that it's a challenge that you go, I don't want to address that, actually. I'm going to avoid that. How, you know, as I know you, you, you do both, as everyone does. Talking, that's a difficult one. Again, are you talking about challenges that you want to approach but then identify as being outside of your, even your future comfort zone and not where you want to aim for? Or how often do we find ourselves being challenged with something that we don't want to do but people feel we should? Ah, the S word. Yes. Ah, oh, the S word. We are, we as humans are herd animals and we are very good at being pushed to go and do this because, do you know what? I've seen what you can do. You're brilliant. You should do this. I'm going to support you through this. I'm going to help you do this and you're going to be amazing and I'm going to keep pushing you and pushing you because you should do it. You should and you will be amazing. How often, how easy is it when you've got that level of support and like just oh wow you're amazing how is he to say no to that mm. you know it's much that comes down to yeah and it comes down to your values doesn't it and knowing what's important to you and, and really knowing your goals and why they're important to you and why you ride why you do it what what it's about for you what's yeah. the most important things and when you can really when you know that yeah. stuff you can then make the decision of, hang on, am I being pushed down a road I don't want to go down here because someone else thinks I can do it? Yeah. And I might be able to do it, but maybe I don't want to. Maybe yeah. that doesn't fit in line with my goals. Maybe that's not part of my plan. But, I mean, I think, I don't know, am, am I allowed to talk about Wobbleberry? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah, so Wobbleberry Challenge. Um, fantastic. There is... Nobody is being forced to do anything. Nope. Nobody is being told that they are capable of it, so they should go and do it. No, nope, far from it. It's a yeah. It's, it's basically a support network to get out there and do something that you might have always aspired to do but never been able to. Um, and those are the challenges that we should be looking for, things that we want to do, things that we'd like to do, and things that are achievable. Yeah. I want to do badminton. Yeah, I know it's not achievable now, but I can keep that challenge on the back burner and have it set for the future as, you know, a direction that I'm headed in. Yeah. If I don't get there, it's not the end of the world because I know it's not necessarily achievable. How many people in the world get to do badminton? Well, yeah. But I've got a horse that's got the capability to at least start the journey if I can rise to that challenge, understand the problems that I've got to overcome with myself, which 
I know I keep avoiding you because you'll tell me to get on with him. I'll go and do it, and that's frankly scary. Well, um, no, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. If I tell you to get on with it and you decide to go do it because you want to and then you find it scary, that's exactly where I come back in again to help you with that. Well, but you know that, don't you? I want to do it. I know I can do it. But I have so many little problems in my head that I've got to sort out. And I know that if I come and talk to you, you'll talk them through with me. And this challenge will just go, oh, yeah, okay, and slump because it's then achieved and dealt with. So you uh, what's the you know like Hugh Grant in About a Boy yeah yeah brilliant film No Man is Island all that sort of thing yeah and as soon as he lets people in it's fine and he just goes out and deals with it and ends up singing Killing Me Softly and it's just brilliant (laughs) Um, that's kind of essentially what you will do so I won't sing Killing Me Softly what you mean you won't do it again because the uh-huh. last time we uh-huh. <laughs> behave. <laughs> right, anyway, so you, it's like a red rag to a ball, that isn't it? So, so you don't want to go and sing "Killing Me Softly." Is this is this the challenge that we've got right now? No, I'm more of an eagle-eyed cherry kind of guy. Oh, okay. uh, no. Some of the challenges that we actually have to rise to meet are challenges that we give ourselves and sometimes we put them in place because we're scared of failing achieving them but part of rising to a challenge is accepting the fact that we might not be able to achieve it but that doesn't mean we shouldn't try as long as we're safe as long as we don't do anything that's reckless as long as we don't put anybody else or our horses in harm's way you know, by saying I want to do badminton with this horse, the first step of that is jumping across pole in the school. That's not going to hurt either of us, is it? It's that's the thing, though, isn't it? You know, put the big goal out there, put the big bodacious goal that's currently sitting in your panic zone out there. That's absolutely fine yeah. to do, but don't expect to take massively to get to it. You need yeah. to do the little steps to get to it. And the thing is. With goals and with challenges, if, if, we, if we're talking about a goal here and the challenges to achieve the goal, because that's what it is, series of challenges, isn't it? Because otherwise it's not a goal, it's just something you haven't done yet. If there aren't challenges in the way, it's just something you're putting off, you know, because you, you could just do it and you're not. So I think, you know, it's like you have to just, it's like a project, because I used to do big project management. You put milestones in, you put checkpoints in. In fact, we call them toll gates. So you hit a point and then you have a yes, no question. Do I want to continue to the next phase? Are we ready? Yes, no. So you just put a load of question points in along the way. You know, are we ready for the next phase? Yes, no. If no, what do we need to do to get there? Do we even want to get there? Is it something we're interested in doing? Do we want to take a diversion instead? Can my horse do it? Do they want to? You know, and that's the thing, isn't it? But it doesn't mean you can't still have the goal. Yeah. And those those toll gates are perfectly acceptable points to change your end goal if training and life has changed where you end up wanting to go. Um, For example, my second event horse proved that he was not confident enough to go above 100 eventing. He's about to go, God, I'm hopeless with BD. He's about to go medium or something. I don't know. The, the one about elementary. 
prelim, novice, elementary, medium. That's about right. Medium, Next, then. medium, then advanced, medium, then advanced. Medium, yeah. So he's about to go elementary, and he's. Oh, he's about to go medium. Sorry. Yeah. I. I am hopelessly disorganised with paperwork. I just turn up and hope it works. Um, my challenge is to learn to be more organised. <laughs> I mean, that can be a challenge in itself, can't it? It doesn't have to be a physical thing. Yeah. Time management. God, how much of a challenge is that? Setting aside time for things you need to do. Time to do nothing at all as well, because you've got to have time to recharge. How many of us struggle with the challenge of finding like an hour a week to do absolutely nothing but just exist and recharge. I mean, that, that in itself is a huge, in today's modern world, is a nightmare. I realise I just the with, No, no, the thing with time management is it boils down to two things. It boils down to motivation and prioritisation. That's it. I am highly motivated to take time out for myself. So you'll always see me in the spa or down the boat or chilling out because for me, that's high on my list of things I want to do. Yeah. So uh, it's not that I don't work hard in between, but I make, and it's sacred, it's sacrosanct. That is it, bog off. It is my time. You are not having a session then, you know. And so um, it's all about motivation and um, priority. Now, obviously, if I'm getting ready for something going on, then I might reprioritize something and it comes lower down and I don't do it so much, but then I'm not as motivated because I'm motivated by something higher in the priority. So, you know, yeah. when it comes to time management, yeah, it's a challenge. It can be a challenge if you view it as a challenge or it can just be a case of what are you motivated for and what are you prioritize. Yeah, yeah, no true. Sadly, I need to learn to prioritize doing nothing. But are you motivated to do nothing? No. There you go, then. You're not going to prioritise it, are you? <laughs> I try to, but I'm compulsively lazy. So if I prioritise doing nothing, as a lazy person, if you prioritise doing nothing, what you end up doing is nothing. Which doesn't work out in the long run. Okay. What if, we changed, what if we changed the rhetoric on that? And rather than calling yourself a lazy person, you called yourself an efficient person. Oh, because nobody would believe that. <laughs> <laughs> is it about not wanting to put in extra effort or is it about literally wanting to do nothing? Because I don't believe you because I know what you have going on in your life and I don't think you're lazy. Oh, no. See, this is the thing. It's the contradiction in terms of the perception. I am not lazy because I know that if I allowed myself to be lazy, I would be very lazy. I would be the best at being lazy. Like I'm the best at doing everything else, I'd be the best at being lazy. Do you just want to be the best at whatever it is you decide you're going to do then? Exactly, yeah. Which is Basically. a challenge in itself. It is, it is. So... Okay, so we've talked about challenges with goals. And one of the things that actually, if people have got their challenge companion with them, day three, owning your challenges, a lot of challenge involved there. We say to, to do three things with the challenge companion. And um, one of the things we talked about is goals and the fact that there are going to be challenges or things that you need to overcome in order to get to a goal. Otherwise, it's not a goal. It's just something you aren't doing yet. Yeah. Right? And you, you mentioned it yourself, which is um, you've got to want I to do it. What could be a challenge, I think, first of all, you've got to know what yep. you want to do 
and then yep. identify what is going to be in the way of getting there Absolutely. and then understand that that is if you want to do it that challenge has got to be met yes yeah or avoided or yeah by, avoided. by doing something else if you know if actually you want to take a different route and so in your companion then name three disadvantages to the journey is exactly that isn't it it's one of the things that could be seen as a disadvantage or a challenge that you have to overcome to get there and people don't think of this do they because when you set a goal you set it because you want to do it yeah yeah and then no, the absolutely. stuff gets in the yeah, way it's almost a shock in the way when you go oh, i want to go and do well even if okay let's go back to my horses going medium yeah medium uh, i'm gonna go do medium okay i'm schooling at this level you go there oh no i haven't learned how to do rain back which i think might be an elementary movement but anyway yeah. if you don't look at it understand it and quantify the problems you've got to get there then you don't understand what the challenge is yep and then when they oh. come along it's like oh <laughs> and you will oh, fail because, yeah what's that piss poor performance prevent no piss poor planning prevents poor so, performance no promotes poor performance <laughs> yes Too many P's, sorry there's a lot of p's in that one yeah, yeah. Or prepare, uh, prepare to, or prepare, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Yes, that, that's a bit easier to say, slightly. So yeah, I think. So what do you do then? When you know you've set this badminton goal, then what? What are some of the disadvantages? What are some of the challenges to get there? Well, okay, let's look at this at the basic with with what you have been working with me in the past well and will be ongoing and will probably be a problem for me forever a permanent challenge for me if you like so dressage cross country fine i don't that doesn't bother me it doesn't phase me show jumping badminton show jumping course is not terrifying it is i don't I, there isn't a word for it just the concept of it is beyond me because I am the world's worst for getting in the way of myself. And my challenge that I would have to overcome, even if I was at an international, like top of the top of the levels, international standard, is to do less and let the horse do it. Understand what the horse's job is, let the horse do its job. I've just got to know where we're going and ride the pace that we need to be at and let the horse do its job. And as you know, that is a significant problem for mine that you have had to work with me for and alter my, yeah, completely alter my mindset so that I can actually just allow it to happen. Um, so so it, it's, and, and that challenge will always be my challenge, um, which you, I don't know, do you agree with that? Do you, would you say, that knowing my psychology, knowing me and what I have had to deal with, that that will be a recurring thing that you will have to remind me of. Or not remind me of, but slap me around the face and say, for God's sake, we've been over this so many times. I think you do it because you like it, a slap around the face. Um, well, yeah, no, I've, I've therein lies the issue, actually. <laughs> Um, so here's my thought on it, which is that whatever you believe is true, right? So whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. 
So actually, all the while that you believe you have a problem with show jumping and all the while you believe it's going to be a challenge for you to do that, it will be. Yeah, true. That's what I would say. That I, I think with the fact as well that I have a convoluted corkscrew mind. I believe it will be a problem. I believe I have a problem with it, but I believe I have more the capable of dealing with it with the right support network. Okay, Which fine. means you're stuck with me for life. <laughs> um, uh, is that one of those crutches or... <laughs> Um, yeah, so I would say the, that's an interesting one, then, isn't it? So you've got an underlying belief that it's a challenge and probably always will be. But equally, at the same time, you also have a belief that you can overcome any challenge. So the yeah, fact that you I see it's a challenge is not holding you back. No, because it's a challenge that I want to accomplish. It's a challenge that I want to move past. It's a challenge that terrifies and excites me. I see a show jumping arena and I immediately feel dread, but at the same time, it ignites a need to do it, to go and overcome it. To I've referred to it before as a show jumping beast. It's show jumping. It should be a show. It should be exuberant. It should be entertaining. It should be effervescent. That kind of follows that train of words it should be fun show jumping should be what it sounds like gosh you've used the s word a lot of times there yeah i know i love it really um so yeah and, and I, I i want nothing more than to own it completely own that fear, so here's, that fear. here's my question then jake how are you going to know when you've owned it i can't answer that because I will know it when I. So the last show jumping competition that I did on Troy, uh, who I sadly lost to Colic in January, was our um, qualifier for the Mitsubishi Motors B hundred at Babington at Western Park or Western Lawn. I can never remember which one it is, and. We had done the dressage, and yes, I am obviously amazing, but this was like truly amazing. Like, literally, all of the spectators, all the other competitors, they were like, Oh, that's just amazing! You're brilliant! Wow, possibly there was a little bit of artistic license in that. Mm. <laughs> um, then we went show jumping, and it was 10 jumps in the course. One to nine were a masterclass in how to jump it. It was perfect. I was riding around. It was like it was like jumping out of porridge. It was disgusting, but we were on form. It was perfect. We were jumping across the lines. We were missing the mud. It was perfect. And then I fell off at the last jump, which was possibly actually one of the most entertaining things I have ever done whilst being completely counterproductive. I realise there's some mixed signals here, but so every time I go show jumping and come out and it has been good, I know I've owned it and I know I've won. I, I don't mean won the competition, I mean won beaten that challenge. Yeah. Um, but maybe I've invested too much in the in that journey that I can't let it go. Who knows? Mm. Who knows?
It's interesting Maybe that one, isn't it? I'm not going to coach you live. So you can untwist this one later. Okay. Buy <laughs> me a bottle of champagne. <laughs> or two. Yeah. yeah, no, I think, so the thing is, you do know what you're aiming for on that one. You yeah. do actually know what you're aiming for. Are you ready to let it go and go, okay, actually? Or are you expecting that every time now? Because that's the other question is, you know, people people constantly say to me, I say, what do you want? They say consistency. I'm like, oh, uh, okay. Uh, you do know there's another being involved here and an awful lot of factors yeah. outside your control. Consistency, right? Okay. Well, what's consistency? Years ago. And um, it was always argued that motorbikes and horses are the same like they're not motorbikes all you do is your own accidents horses yes. they give you a whole different you know they're like you know oh that's going pretty yeah you go around the car do you know what i'm gonna go that way instead like, oh great yeah uh, oh look a shadow on the floor oh you're yeah. on it now yeah but i think we do as riders we sometimes, once we've set ourselves a challenge, we do sometimes struggle to move past that challenge as well. Sorry, I'm allergic to dogs and horses, which is in itself ridiculous, but allergies are a nightmare. It's a challenge. You just ignore that. That's the one you accept and ignore, isn't it? Yeah, I've accepted that, ignored that, and just moved past it. But it's also odd, the challenges that we admit to and the challenges that we try to push behind us. Um one of the things that I have not spoken a huge amount of, and even you've not spoken a huge amount with it, me about, is my health problems. Um, which I never allowed to become a challenge. I ignored it. And it was only with... So, sorry, to, to clarify, um, it was basically cancer, colon cancer, um, of which I had my two-year or my second-year anniversary checkup about three weeks ago. It's all good, which is great. Never considered to be a challenge. It was a word. I didn't want to let it define me. I ignored it. Well, no, not ignored it. That's the wrong word. But it was only when Chadwick Boseman, who was a Marvel actor, died of it last year very abruptly that it suddenly struck me that actually this was something that should have been taken a little more seriously so we prioritize the wrong things when we're looking at challenges mm. we don't always think oh this is an actual challenge we think i don't want to think about that i'm going to ignore that i'm going to pay it the least attention that i can and and move on to something else so I think a lot of the time our, again, perception, isn't it, of what is right and what is wrong is yeah. slightly skewed. Motivation and um, prioritisation, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Hmm. Okay. So, lots we've covered tonight then, lots and lots. Is there anything that you think you haven't covered in this? Obviously, we're going to go backstage in a minute with VIPs so they get a chance to... Um, I was going to say something that I'm pleased didn't actually come out of my mouth then. Oh, go on, go on, go on. No, 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 no. 
could have been all sorts let's not let's just not um but uh, is there anything you want to say to you know finish up for the guys watching live now and then obviously we're going to go backstage with the vip so they'll get a chance to ask any more and probe um, so everybody has their own challenge everybody has a point that they can't see themselves moving fast but they want to move past everybody as we spoke about perceptions and people being in their own boats everybody has the ability to set their own goals and understand their own challenges and nobody should be forced to decide their challenges based on what other people think they should be yeah. and sometimes we don't want to admit what those challenges are because they become very personal um, we don't want to feel belittled by people that don't understand them we don't feel we can be open with them because people might not understand them but again we all we all write our own stories we're all on our own journeys your own challenges are your own to own which I realize is a lot of owns. There was but, Yeah. So, yeah, never be afraid of being judged. If somebody's judging you for what you want to do, feel sorry for them. Own your own challenges. Go for them. And be proud of them when you achieve them. Yeah. Do you know, you're going to get judged regardless of what you do. You're going to get judged... For being good at something you're going to get judged for being bad at something you're going to get judged for having a go you're going to get judged for getting it right you're going to get judged for getting it wrong it does not matter what you do there will be someone that doesn't like it or has an yeah. opinion on it always somebody that does not like it i once cried about how good my horse was on a tv program and i got accused of being fake that was quite clearly not how i felt about it and not what happened do you know what i don't care i know what happened i know the challenges that me and that horse had overcome and we went on and did more we went on and did better and he went on to be the horse of a lifetime yeah. and that doesn't mean that we went around badminton it just meant that what we did between us we couldn't have done on our own yeah yeah for sure awesome well thank you so so much jake it's been an absolute pleasure we're going to have a quick break now and then we are going to go backstage via zoom so those of you that are vips you will get your um link for zoom it comes through on email and on messenger so take a look in both of those places to find it we will see you at eight o'clock so we're going to have a quick break um grab a gin and tonic see you at eight o'clock um backstage for the vips grab two gin and, yeah, yeah, and a shot or something in it as well um i do just want to remind you all of the competition so if you want to win a year's free membership to eden a t-shirt and a 90-day journey oh my word i was worried you no, might no, come no, up with something no, inappropriate go on then what's what's the word we might change it then no no i don't feel i can do that okay fine but if we were to i would go with believe Oh, nice. That's very nice. However, we're going to use <laughs> Overcome. <laughs> so uh, need to comment on this video underneath, even if you're watching on the replay, with the word Overcome. Not just the word, but a sentence that somehow talks about Overcome. Overcoming will allow you that one as well. 
um you need to go back and comment on sue's one from yesterday with the word pardon don't worry with the word honest on sue's one and then um on nadia's you need to put the word present um not just the word but a sentence that incorporates it and when i talk about present i don't mean gifts i mean the present as in the now because that's obviously what the video is about they are indeed about to say, well, because now is a gift, because the future's not guaranteed and the past is gone. So that's why it's called the present. So there you go. A little bit of ring, ring, ring for you there. A little bit of, yeah. You know, there was a, a tribe that believed that the future was in our past and the past was in our future because we can see the past, but we can't see the future. So we're constantly moving forwards towards something that's already happened. Contradictory, confluent. It's, yeah. Okay, that's an after-dinner conversation, I think. Yeah, Perhaps that's, that hurts my brain. <laughs> that's definitely a two gin and tonics and a shot or something, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, wow. Okay, well, it's all perception, isn't it? That's That should have been the word yeah, to, actually, to be honest. Yeah, yes. Okay, we'll, we'll do that one in winter. Um, so yeah, and those of you who are interested in joining Mastermind, which is our 12-week transformation program, um, make sure you book your action plan call. You can do it by going into Messenger and just typing the word action if you haven't already been sent it. So do that as well. Um, and I think that's it. And also, if you're not getting reminders and things through um, and you want to make sure you're getting them in Messenger, you just go in and type the word resume. So if you go in and type resume into Messenger, the bot will fire back up and send you everything that you need. So uh, Grace has said, another fab live. Thanks for sharing, Jake. I need to overcome the challenge of not worrying about what others think and overcoming my fear of setting goals in case I fail. Yes, absolutely, Grace. That's very true. So we're going to take a break. See you at 8 o'clock on Zoom, VIPs. See everyone else tomorrow. Make sure you go in and do all the challenges and all of the things. Fill out your day three as well and uh, let us know how you get on. Thanks, Jake. Take care. See you later. Bye. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did. If you want to listen to more of them, then please do follow us in Apple, in Google and on Podbean. Hack Your Mindset with Jenny is the name of this podcast. So please do subscribe, follow us and we look forward to you listening in to our next one. Bye, everyone. You got this, you got this, you know you're gonna rock this.